0: Welcome to Inspired by Purpose. Each week, we roll out episodes of successful purpose-inspired entrepreneurs to inspire and empower you. My name is Dr. Ozzy Jankovic, and I believe that purpose is what inspires us to make our greatest impact. I'm so grateful that you're here. Now let's get started. Hey, you guys, welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited that you're here. Today's episode is with Beverly Chimes. And I have to tell you that Beverly and I have met through a network that we're a part of here in Israel. We're a part of a network of female entrepreneurs. And every time I see Beverly, I'm so drawn to her because of her genuine smile and her genuine interest in people. She is such a genuine, kind and warm hearted person. I absolutely appreciate her and I know you will too. Before we get into the episode with Beverly, I want to share a couple updates with you. A few weeks back, I created a course on podcasting. So if you've ever thought of creating a podcast or you know someone who's ever thought of creating a podcast, but they're really put off by the time investment and the money investment and all the technical details, I have a course for you. My course is 47 minutes long and in the course, you're gonna learn how to save thousands of hours, thousands of dollars, and all the headaches that you might anticipate come with podcast creation. So this is really the DIY user-friendly way to create a podcast in 60 minutes or less. Best of all, guys, the price is only $37. So hop over to my website, drozzyco backslash podcast 101 and learn more about the course and the tremendous results that my past students are already seeing. What else? If you are a coach or you are a therapist and you're looking for a website refresh, I want to let you know about today's sponsor. Awakenstudio.nyc is incredible. Karen Sokolow, their CEO believes firmly that a website is something that should represent you online and she's created a done for you template for the coaches and the consultants and the therapists and the solopreneurs among you. It's a one day website service that transforms your existing site into a custom branded and gorgeous website. Go over to awakenstudio.nyc and be sure to mention this podcast when you book your website, because when you do, you receive something special for me, which is A Business Breakthrough Session. All right, check out both of those offers if you're interested. And with nothing further, let's get into this episode with Beverly Chimes. I am so excited to be here today on Inspired by Purpose with Beverly Chimes. Beverly is a social worker and life coach with more than 20 years of experience. She is an expert at helping people to untangle complex situations and relationships so that they can learn to take care of their inner world and show up with more ease. She helps people who are done with overwhelm, people who are ready to build a vibrant new life. She is your address for all of this. Today, we're going to get into what she does, the problems that she sees, and you're going to hear from her, some specific strategies so that you can overcome that overwhelm, create a vibrant life, and step up and start leading. Beverly, I'm so happy to be here with you today. Welcome to Inspired by Purpose.
1: Thank you so much. I'm really happy to be here.
0: Incredible. Tell us a little bit about how you got into your line of work.
1: So I was a social worker and one of the things that really frustrated me in social work was that my clients would develop insight, but make no change. And I'm an action person. And I realized I needed something else to be added to the picture, to be added to the formula so that the person actually moves forward, makes changes, betters their life. And that's when I decided to go and study coaching. And with the combination of social work and coaching, we can go really deep, but then we use that deep to go forward, not to just sit in awareness, but to actually create change.
0: I love that. I'm such a huge fan of coaching. And I'm curious to hear from you What exactly is your specialty? Because I know that you work with women and leadership. Can you tell us more about that? Sure.
1: I coach women leaders to prioritize their well-being so that they can make the impact that they desire.
0: Beautiful. Now, what are the challenges do you see with your clients when they come to your doorstep? some of the women are
1: battling leadership they are behaving like leaders they're influencing a community or they're making a massive impact in the field that they work in but if you call them a leader or if you tell them they're a leader they have an extreme visceral reaction Of like no no not me like huge cringe back away from it like no definitely not me And there's something that seems even almost against their values to call themselves a leader. So with those kinds of women, we'll look at where does she come from in terms of her family and her community and how they see leadership, what values or beliefs has she been handed down that she just, you know, growing up and wittingly received and hadn't chosen for herself that are actually really anti-women stepping out, putting their necks out and leading
0: very publicly. So powerful. And I'm curious in terms of that challenge and that resistance, why is it that a woman wouldn't want to take on that title or that identity of being a leader?
1: Sometimes she might be having to break away from what her family or community or even society determines as a good woman. This very definition of like a good, even Jewish woman might be quite different to the kind of life she's already leading or the kind of impact she's trying to make. So it's an identity question, because if someone's staying within a family or within a community, we hold specific identities. To step out of that, we have to be willing to take on a different identity and maybe even be criticized
0: by the people that we've
1: originally come from.
0: It, it's, so, it's so powerful. And you know, it's funny because I got my degree, my doctoral degree in educational leadership. And our very first semester, we took a class called leadership. And I remember on the first day, the professor, Dr. Garcia, asked us, if you see yourself as a leader, raise your hand. I didn't raise my hand. I had it in my head that I was going to get this degree and be a school principal. And yet, this <laughs> being a leader was not in my mind because I identified leaders at that time with these politicians and mostly male figures in fact and for whatever reason I didn't see myself like that even though I was in this leadership program even though I was you know aiming to become a leader in my field so I really hear it on a number of levels and I'm wondering in terms of that identity shift to me it it, it appears that there would be some fear around taking on that new identity, disappointing people, subjecting yourself to criticism.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So the interesting thing in what you've just said is that you wanted to become a school principal. And you didn't define that that was okay for you. But you didn't define that as leadership. But it was something you were working towards you something you were aiming towards. How do you explain that? I think it's the way we're raised. I think it's, and I also think woman leadership, I mean, Israel's different. We had Golden Meir many years ago, but most leaders have been men. So when we look ahead of us, we don't really have a model that's easy to mimic or take from or come after. So it's kind of like we're starting something new i mean certainly as a south african woman there were no female jewish prominent leaders like no way it didn't exist so now if we want to do that in our generation kind of have to look around and 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 we're a little lost and say hey i don't even know how to do this i have no one to come after and if there is someone I can come after, I might not actually appreciate their value base of how they're leading. So right. that once we're touching values, whoa, well, that's a big reaction. And then we really need to dig deep and see, like, as a leader or as a human being, what are my values? What's dearly important to me, and can I transport that into my leadership? Or do I have to have this picture of this? Called harsh leader, and I don't want to be that. So no ways, I'm staying back from that.
0: It makes a lot of sense, right? Because thinking of so many of these politicians, and in my mind, also many of them are men. I've discovered female leaders more recently. I've been looking into who are they, who are my role models, and and who do I admire, and why do I admire them? But in thinking about these, like mainly male politicians, we know that there is so much controversy around all of these politicians. So many critics. I remember my leadership professor telling us, he said, you'll know that you're making an influence and you'll know that you're a leader and that you're succeeding when you're a leader, when people start knocking you down and criticizing you. And he said the following thing, and I think you're going to love this. He said, remember that if you're being criticized and knocked down, people are shooting arrows into your back and they're behind you.
1: Oh, what a turnaround. Oh, I did not see that one coming. I like it.
0: Yeah. And that being said, I can definitely see that no matter what, it's a big deal and it might not be easy for a lot of people. So I'm curious to hear from you about this like transformation process when you're helping someone get from A to Z, what that looks like and the different types of strategies that you recommend. So
1: one of the strategies is, is really a strategy for overcoming any imposter syndrome. When we're stepping up, leveling up, becoming more public, being willing to make a greater impact, being willing to be more bold, really stepping into leadership, imposter syndrome is gonna come up. Who am I? How can I do this? What have I got? What's my training? Everyone's got their theme of imposter syndrome. And one of the greatest strategies that I recommend to my clients is creating an evidence file. And an evidence file is where you record in a document, all the actions you've actually taken and the outcomes that they've had, like the impact you've truly made. And then when you're filled with self doubt and you're wondering like, who am I to even do this? Go back and read that evidence file. And it's not coming from an ego place, it's coming from an impact place. That is so powerful. Yeah, and see the impact you've made. Not saying I'm so fabulous, but saying, wow, look what I've brought into the world. Look at the change I've created. Look at the people that I have
0: helped influence, guide.
1: Beautiful,
0: Beautiful. I love that so much. Do you have an evidence file, Beverly? I do, I do. I have an evidence file of like client feedback,
1: and I've also like written my own things of like, someone came in like this, I'll write the name for myself because it's my own evidence file and where we, where she ended up at the end of our work. And it's so important. It's so important to it, And it's not boastful. It's real impact that I've created that I'm willing to acknowledge.
0: When you say it's not boastful, what is the resistance? Or what is the problem with being boastful? What does that mean?
1: What's kind of like, am I blowing my own trumpet beyond, am I just talking for talking sake? Mm. Am I just saying, I did this and this and this, like just to say it. No, I'm not just saying it to have words out there, but it's an analysis of like, what is the actual work I've done What is the actual impact I've created? Who are the people that I've actually touched and helped transform and change?
0: That's so powerful. How do you use your evidence file? Like how often do you open it and how does that work?
1: Totally individual. If someone's about to take on a new project or they're about to, they've decided they want to level up, then it's a really good time to open up the document and read what do I actually do. If they're going in for a big interview, read the document, remind yourself who you are.
0: All right, so if you ever come over to my office or if anyone listening comes over, mine's gonna be on the wall. Promise. Excellent.
1: (laughs) That's how often we might need to see it.
0: Oh my gosh, I need all the strength I can get. This is amazing. Are there any other recommendations that you have for us as well?
1: Two more. So one would be to get really clear on the values of why you're doing what you're doing. Because I have to say all of the women I've worked with, they're coming from a very strong value base. They're trying to bring something good into the world. They're trying to make some positive change in the world. If we connect to that positive change it becomes less about us as a person and more about that positive change so remember why you're doing what you're doing and then you can go forward making that happen as easily as possible but we first have to remember like what is it i'm even trying to do in the world
0: what am i trying to do and what are my values Now, for someone who hasn't thought about values or who doesn't really know what that means or what they are, what are some examples of these values to lead with?
1: It would be compassion, the value of honesty, the value of kindness. There's also financial values, like do you hold off paying a salary, like just because you forgot or you didn't make it your priority? Like what kind of a leader, a leader is often having employees. So like, how are you treating your employees is all based on values. How are you speaking to them? Are you paying them on time? Are you paying them fairly? It's beautiful. all
0: value based. This is so beautiful. You know, it's interesting. Someone recently asked me for a quick write up on a value that's most important to me. And I had to Google it because I honestly hadn't really thought about it that clearly in that much detail. And there are so many, right? I'm sure you have so many values that are important to you and I had them. But when I looked at this long list of values, there was one that popped out at me and it was learning. So there was this really cool quote I saw recently from Adam Grant. He said, when you believe in your ability to learn, you also believe in your ability to do anything because learning is what gets you there. And it was so clarifying for me because I realized that so many of the women I admire are teaching. Like you're sitting here on the podcast and you're teaching. And I can see how having that is so powerful for your clients.
1: And you can have a list, a long list of values. Ah. Really, you need to check your, what are my top three? What are my top three that I always want to check in with and I always want to make sure I'm holding by?
0: What are my top three? All right. Add those to the billboard on the wall.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly.
0: I love that so much. Now, what's the third one?
1: Think about yourself, bringing the change that you want to bring into the world. And imagine who who you are when you're doing that.
0: Ooh, imagine who you are when you're doing that. Yes.
1: So this takes a bit of work and it takes a bit of visualization and it takes a lot of thought, but to cre- to construct that person who is value-based according to your authentic way of being in the world, who's cre- bringing her dreams and mission to create an impact that is totally important and value-based that creates a very distinct character, and then stop being heard today.
0: Start being heard today.
1: Wow. If you don't have to wait until you're the leader doing whatever the greater vision is. You can actually start being heard today.
0: So let's say someone has their, their future vision in mind. What is this process? like? How, how did you start implementing that one for yourself? What did that look like?
1: So this, I give a hat tip to Debbie Sasson for, because she taught me this and it's really doing a meditation or just being quiet and seeing yourself as having achieved the goal that you set out to achieve, having to, having, perhaps it's a project, perhaps it's, it's a income number, perhaps it's a conference number, whatever it is. Seeing yourself the day after you've achieved that. Mm. And then how would you look? How do you walk? How do you dress? How do you talk? How do you relate to other people? Like really building this character from all aspects, like external and internal. And then pick one of those things and start being that today.
0: Mm, I love that so much. Start being that today. Beverly, what a powerful conversation. You are a wealth of knowledge and inspiration. I am so touched by this conversation and so inspired. Tell our listeners, where can they connect with you and learn more about your work?
1: So you can connect with me on my website. It's beverlychimes.com, B-E-V-E-R-L-Y-C-H-I-M-E-S. Dot com, And I'm also on Facebook, Beverly Becker Chimes. I'm on LinkedIn, but not so much, but really through my Facebook page. And I mean, through my website.
0: Incredible. Yeah. You put all of that in the show notes. Well, Beverly, thank you so much for joining me today on Inspired by Purpose. It's been a real honor. It's been amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. you guys right how awesome is beverly i love listening to her i really appreciate her work and her as a person so so much if you enjoyed this episode and you want the easiest possible access to everything we talked about including the transcripts including all the great offers and including the highlights from this episode all you have to do is visit my website drozzyco backslash in that's backslash i n and you will receive everything that I've shared with you in your email inbox. And I don't send spam. I don't send emails too often. You're probably here for me maximum once a week, but you'll have access to everything we talked about and it'll be right there in front of you. Easy to access. All right. Thank you guys so much for joining me here on Inspired by Purpose. I know that there are so many places you can be, but I believe firmly that you have something so important to share with the world. And I believe so firmly in guiding you with everything that I have, everything that I know so that you can bring your greatness into the world, even more than you're already doing and make your greatest impact. All right. Every blessing. And I will see you on the show next week.